Hi guys, this is Mike, your favorite Inuman Sessions podcast host and today's episode is special because I invited a friend from Uganda. Stan and Claire were not uh, in this episode but they will be on the next episodes. So we just had like a little break because we need to reevaluate our priorities. Just kidding. So this is just like a bonus episode. For you guys, we talked about Uganda, my life in Africa, because yeah, I worked there for four years. And we talked about traveling, food, and Miss Uganda, Evelyn, from uh, the Rafi Tulfo in Action show. So grab a drink and inuman na. Hi guys, this is Mike and welcome to the special episode of Inuman Sessions Podcast. Here with me today, my dear friend from Uganda, Irina. Hi Irina. Hi. I'll explain like briefly the premise of the podcast first before we go to the main discussion. Right? Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, basically, the podcast is patterned to... A Filipino drinking session. That's why it's called Inuman. Inuman in English is drinking session. Normally, okay. it's spelled with an I. Then we change it to an E because we do it electronically through Zoom. <laughs> because uh, so, uh, my other co-hosts are based in other countries, in Dubai and the US. Okay. Electronic drinking session. Yeah, it's electronic drinking session. That's right. Also, guys, for your information, I lived in Uganda for two years, from 2017 to 2019. That's where I met Irina. Uh, she's my coworker there. And it, uh, we became friends and uh, food trip buddies with some other friends also. <laughs> yeah. All right. Irina, tell me something about yourself. It's like <laughs> it's a, a job interview now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, just before I tell you, you know, I vowed I was like, I said I would never do an interview. No, the job interviews, like, tell oh. me about it. So, so in your head, you're like, okay, should I start from my ancestors or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, we have time. Okay, <laughs> my name is Chusubida Erina Luiga, but mostly on social media, I go by Erina TL. I'm a mechanical engineer, a Ugandan, and... A YouTube blogger. You're a YouTuber, and what you? What's the content that you produce normally? Oh, I produce about uh, travel. I started concentrating on travel basically in 2020. Before I was just staggering. I didn't know what to do. I was always, I always wanted to do travel, but I was afraid that it was expensive. So I set up all the faculties of my mind and now concentrating on travel content. What I mean by travel, when you go to different places you have to see the kind of lifestyle they have so you have to poke into their culture food and that is all i do so i can gladly say i do food and travel also i think lifestyle yeah lifestyle too what i want most about your travel videos is that you meet local uh, youtubers also you do collabs tell yes. me about that oh my god there is you know you you always think you are the only one on the go when you don't meet other people so i get chance uh and every time every time you meet a new person there is something you're learning from them like when i went to kenya i met damaris jenga 
like she taught me a lot of things from Kenya. When I went to Rwanda, I met Nexo Rwanda. Like they will guide you, first of all, that is a friend added to you. They will, more lessons added to you. You share experiences, you share challenges. So there are some things you really get to know. You're like, okay, it's not only me facing this problem. So I'm not in this alone. There are other people who go through the same. Probably they, they share tips on how they handle different things. So that is the beautiful thing about traveling and meeting new people. So how did you connect with these brilliant people that you mentioned? When I was going to Kenya, I won a YouTube giveaway by the Niger boy. He had five winners. Three were Kenyans. I was the only Ugandan. So he's like, since you're going to Kenya, I wouldn't want you to be stuck. Uh, let me connect you to some content creators I know from Kenya. So that's how I met them. Mm, that's network, no? When I was going to Rwanda, I talked to some content creators. By the way, I'm going to Rwanda. They're like, oh, do you know anyone in Rwanda? I'm like, no. Like, oh, I have a friend in Rwanda. So they connected me to people there. Actually, someone who connected me to Nexo Rwanda. Nexo was taking me around Rwanda. And then another person I was connected to catered for my accommodation like for four days in Rwanda. You told our listeners that you're a mechanical engineer. So how did you go or delve into this YouTube thingy? Actually, before I answer that, eh, there is this WhatsApp status I saw. eh? They were saying when we were in primary, you wanted to be a doctor. They they were talking about the confusion people go through as they grow up. When you were in primary, you wanted to be a doctor. You went to ordinary level, you want now to be a civil engineer. When you were in A level, you want to be a teacher. University, you did mechanical engineering. And present day, you're holding camera. Hi, people, welcome back to my YouTube channel. (laughs) So it's a series of things, but how I moved from there. At some point at my work, I was so depressed. I did not like what I was doing. Like I was tired of it. Uh, I would talk to my parents, but then here uh, in, in Uganda, I don't know if it's, I think it's a general thing with African parents. They will tell you that is a profession we invested in for four years. How dare you say you are not enjoying what you're doing? Find a way of enjoying it. However much I tried, I did not like what I was doing. So I got depressed for for some time. So when I was talking to one of my friends, Medi, Medi knows all my work struggles. So he told me, you keep talking of this thing. I think the only way you can get out of depression is find doing things you enjoy doing. Mm they will help you forget a little about the things that suppress you. That's what he told me. So I realized I had like 200 videos in my phone of me. Sometimes I would be at home depressed. I just... (laughs) <laughs> I just set a camera, like, yeah. I start talking to myself, I assume I'm addressing a conference. So I said, by the way, I'm watching a lot of people create content on YouTube. Like, I think this could be content, but I was like, ah, but this is fake. And that's too personal, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I said, yes, I have content, but it is poor quality. So I was like, okay, I will start I would just sit down. I officially start up with something. Uh, the first video took me like four days to shoot. I would shoot, delete, shoot, delete, shoot, delete, until when I got courage to just put it out there. Actually, what gave me courage to just put it out, Mike, I saw some of your videos. <laughs> so I was like, okay, okay, I'm not alone. <laughs> you know, I think some of us don't want to be singles in our own words i don't know so i saw i don't remember the video of yours i saw but it is rachel who shared it to me rachel she sent me is like ah 
see what Mike is doing. So I saw it. I already maybe that, had my. Is that, that an old video? Very, very old video, maybe. I saw some of your videos before you unlisted them. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so I, I had courage and I put it out. So mm. from that day, I, I feel comfortable calling myself more of a vlogger than an engineer. Yeah. Also, we did some, some videos together also. Uh, that's been my best video ever since the ramen we tried the, the ramen in uh uganda and from that time when we tried the ramen i didn't i did not only get a ramen i got experience of a new dish i got a friend eric ah yes the hong konger yeah i got eric he, he yeah. invited me to on his stall in the rolex festival he had a stall there i went and got just people if people don't know rolex when when i was in dubai and he was in dubai also like i met uh he messaged me i'm in dubai and i have some layover then let's meet but but i said i have some appointment that time so we didn't uh meet but he reached out then I, I, i'm not sure if i reached out or he reached out but some one of us reached out then wow okay rolex your friends may not know what rolex is i don't know if you've told them what a rolex is they may think it's a watch but a rolex in uganda is not a watch it is chapati do you guys call it chapati mm, we don't have chapati because chapati is like a uh, indian bread no no It's an Indian bread, okay. actually. It's um, borrowed from an Indian dish. It's like uh, roti. It's like an Indian bread, like fried bread thing. Mm. Yeah, so that chapati, you roll it uh, with eggs, omelets. Mm. So you make a Rolex. So different people can add in a lot of other things, Irish and all that. To, to be creative around the Rolex. So I tested his Rolexes. They were so good. He invited me for the pizza, a house party. I went, but it's because you introduced me to him. <laughs> And yeah. thank you so much. Maybe they, they can't imagine a Rolex. So imagine it's like um, a burrito with uh, omelette inside. It's, it's, I think that's the closest thing to Rolex. Okay. Okay, so for, for our listeners... Like in the Philippines, because our uh, main market is people living in the Philippines, Filipinos actually, <laughs> for this podcast. And for them, they're not really familiar with Africa. Maybe they know Africa is a country or not a continent. <laughs> so can, can you explain, can you describe, explain uh, where Uganda is? Uh, can they expect when they visit Uganda in the future or what? Oh my God. Africa also, is not a country. Yeah. Also, maybe they would expect like, you know what they show in social media or television, like kids running around with no clothes. That would be like a normal African image to most yeah. people, actually. Okay, can you yeah. like enlighten them? <laughs> you made me happy. <laughs> Just my brothers and sisters from Philippines. Africa is not a country. It's a continent. Like you see Asia. So Africa is also a continent. It has, I think, 54 countries, if I'm not mistaken. And I hail from the eastern part of Africa, which is the region called East Africa. East Africa is made up of Uganda, which is called the Pearl of Africa. Kenya, Tanzania, Rwanda, Burundi, and Southern Sudan. So those are the six countries that, to be more specific about Uganda, the Pearl of Africa, it is where the source of the Nile is. Yeah. It is where uh, the longest river in the world starts its journey all the way to the Mediterranean Sea. So 
That is the fall of Africa. Also, a trivia: I visited the uh, surf of the Nile with Medi. Yeah, I saw you there with Medi. Yeah. yeah, we were in Jinja. Wow. It's uh, mm. like a city in Uganda. Then we visited the source. The time you visited, it was not yet a city, but they are giving it a city status soon. Jinja is not a city yet. One of them. Not yet. Oh, but like I saw a lot of uh, expats, foreigners around there. Yeah. Maybe because it's because like not Kampala. It's it's very laid back. Kampala is the capital of Uganda, so uh, Jinja is like more of like a countryside vibe. So it's very relaxed. People go there yeah. for kayaking, zip lining. Yes. So, yeah. And know, rafting. Rafting, yes. So that water the rafting. source of the Nile attracts a lot of people to Jinja. But on top of that, it's also a very calm place. When people don't want the chaos in Kampala, they, yeah, w- they opt for Jinja. It's like... Yes. How and many so, hours? I forgot how many hours away from Kampala. It's like one and a half hours. Yeah, okay. Without the jam. If in there is traffic, it will go <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Let me ask, is the traffic only in Uganda or do you guys also have traffic in the Philippines? We have really, really bad traffic, actually. And yours must be on another level, higher level. It's, it's worse, yeah. It's worse, for sure. Yeah. Okay. About the other thing you, told, you said about Africa. Oh my God. Thank you for even this opportunity for me to show another side of Africa. What most people have seen on CNN are the naked children, that, which are few, a few starving children and a few maybe mistreated women here and there. It's because they also want to get audience. So most of the people, when you talk about Africa, they, what comes to their mind are the dying children, probably starving or famine. But if I'm to, to talk to the entire world, Africa, I think there is no continent that has food like Africa. But when those international journalists come to Africa, they would want something that would win their audience to them. So they, someone will spend a month in, in Africa, but sleeping in good hotels, having good meals, enjoying a variety of food, but when it's time for them to report, they'll only look for the naked children, sick, wash. I'm like, oh, you didn't see other healthy children around? And these are just like 1%, you know, of a country. We have a lot more. We have health facilities, though they are not so much improved, but what they portray is not what exactly it is. They will look for areas, uh, because there are some areas that are so dry that don't have water, where people line up long queues to get water. And they will neglect the areas that have abundance of water. So they will report, Africa has no safe water for drinking. Africa has no water. <laughs> but what of these <laughs> other rivers you left out? <laughs> so yeah. it really buffers my head. But I am very glad that African voices are raising up. And even some of the people who have stayed here and have seen a balanced point of view. Yes, the poor are there, but also the, the ones who are living good are there. So they can help us share a point from a balanced point of view, not being biased. Yes, that's true. Also, I think maybe they want like sympathy, like if they show the, those pictures, maybe like <laughs> aid is coming or what help ah just to tell you something mike eh? and sometimes i don't blame international journalists or international media houses i i will take an example of our local local people also Mm. there are 
because when they want aid from the internationals, probably they, they will only get those ramshackled children. They are the ones they are going to front. Like, oh, you see, we are taking care of 300 children. Then they will take pictures of those ramshackled ones, those ones who can't even talk very well, and they front them. Those are a less percentage. Not all children in Africa are like that. So all people, they will win the sympathy people so they, because they want aid. Of course, when you get someone's sympathy, you'll get into their pocket. So I feel some of our brothers are just exploiting other people. True, I agree. So you also noticed that, Mike? <laughs> yeah, like for UNICEF or World Health Organization, yeah. maybe. Yeah. They just put like... Um, people from the slum or maybe people fetching from from a, like a collected w- dirty water yeah well i've seen some but of course there's like a good side also like every country has a poor uh, poor side middle and of course the rich so what i notice about people in uganda is like generally you're very happy like as as a community, as a nation, yeah. it's like very laid back. That's yeah. what that's what I can describe uh, Uganda. Very laid back, and we are hopeful. very hospitable. Hospitable, yes. I, said, I I met a lot of friends in Uganda. Now we're still uh, keeping in touch. Oh yes, I know you, Mike. <laughs> I'm sure you had you, you met the village of friends. <laughs> yeah. So basically, um. I was signed in Uganda for two years for a big road construction project. And okay, I, I was uh, saying that when I was assigned in Uganda, mm. I got the chance to visit a lot of places. Like, a lot, I think maybe I visited maybe 80% of the districts in Uganda, if like most districts, because we do machine maintenance for uh, machines yeah. of every district. So, a little background of the the project your government bought like mm-hmm. 400 machines from from our company <laughs> 400 so yeah i think they are getting more getting more wow uh in uganda around 80% is tarmac ah is it tarmac it's called tarmac i ah, know uh, maram maram road so it's soil and paved mm-hmm. roads so that's why mm-hmm. our machines are co- come into the picture yes. So they use that for road maintenance. That's why yeah. also I got the chance to visit a lot of places because we do field work. So you're in quarantine also in Uganda. <laughs> yes, we are. We have had lockdown. We first started with 14 days, went to 21 days. We are now on 14 more days. And I think this is the ninth day of the last 14 days. Are you working from home also? or? Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, we are not working from home. Me, for one, I'm not working from home. I don't know if, I don't know if they are my colleagues who are working from home. I'm just here, just doing YouTube, live streaming, eating yeah. plates and cups of boredom, and that's all. But one thing. Uh, you can just share. I, yeah. don't miss, I, I don't miss work. I've had a lot of time to do fun things, and it has helped me like let go of a lot of toxic stuff for me so probably that is good i'm going to go back to work when i'm fresh the boredom every time i feel bored i get my phone i go live and chat with people i think that's a fresh take to like this quarantine thing because like a lot of people get so stressed with like staying at home doing nothing but you you made this like an opportunity to recharge refresh yourself that's good i think that's of course and and i've seen a side of me that i didn't know 
I think I had filled myself with a lot of bad energy, but why I'm telling you that I don't miss work. I, I, have, I have tried like to let go of all those things that put me down, the depressions and all what. I feel like I'm a brand new person altogether. So I'm going to storm work like a fresh, fresh, fresh girl, you know? So I really didn't miss it in this quarantine. I had time to myself. Imagine like us, it's like business as usual. We're doing work from home. And now I miss going to work because I love uh, my travel going to work. Like oh, that's where yeah. I think, that's where I imagine, that's where I daydream during my train travel from, from the house to, to the office. But You breathe fresh air. Yeah, but now this is bored. I'm like, I'm, I'm just caged in this shoebox of a room. <laughs> then Sorry. nothing to do, nothing to see. Though we see, Sorry. I see my groupmates, my teammates in uh, Zoom every day. We do video calls, so it's like mm. like a, a way also to share some laughs, or maybe we do uh, games also trivia days, or we have some other games mm-hmm. during our video calls. Imagine that's our entertainment. Right. So and Mike, you're one who loves traveling. So anything yeah. that chops off a bit of traveling from you puts you down. Yes, yes. That's too bad, but we can do anything. And of course, health is more important. Now, yeah. I think by next month the the policies regarding this lockdown, if you may call it, will be mm. I think will be more loose because now open, yeah. some countries are like opening their economies by slowly opening establishments. So maybe I think that yeah, will be your last fun. also, yeah, for sure. Because that will then be... Open the beach. Mm, that will be a loss yeah. in economy. I know. I'm very intrigued with uh, staple food for each country. Like, for example, when I travel to one country, I see to it to try the staple food of that specific country. Like, yeah. can you explain maybe like the staple food in Uganda? Like give give our listeners an idea what's the staple food mm. or how oh do we my. eat or how do we prepare? Can you mm. give our listeners an idea of or like just description of your staple food in Uganda? I've tried I think most of your staple food, like basic food in Uganda, and I love it. Uh, Mike, when you say most, I feel like you're lying. I feel like you ate everything. Yeah, I'm I'm not. Uh, a picky eater, that's why. Yeah. Oh, I love that about you. Like every like, time you went out to storm food, you, you don't pick pick, you know, so much like some of our colleagues. I yeah. don't like picky people. I love yeah, mm-hmm. people who are free with food. You try it if you can't, that's it. Okay, so, so in Uganda, if for example, if uh, a Filipino will visit Uganda, like you go to a restaurant, what what's what type of food will you feed him or her? to show them our different way we, we prepare that traditional food i would recommend they first try the luombo yeah. and banana actually i tried the luombo from cafe javas <laughs> so bad i <laughs> not cafe javas from java, java house java house from java house oh. yeah i ordered one it? time <laughs> it was i don't think it's like very authentic but it's good so that that one and that is like that is like from should i say modern place i think you really need to go into those local food restaurants mm-hmm. to get a taste of luombo and banana 
I think so can you describe Luwombo? Yeah, we have banana. Luwombo, they get uh, any sauce, be it chicken, beef, uh, or beef mixed with ground nuts. They prepare it when it is, uh, it is steamed in banana leaves. It's wrapped in banana leaves and then it is steamed. So that sauce comes out like it's so delicious, depending on what you've chosen, chicken, beef, or beef with nuts or mushroom soup. So it comes out so healthy, you know, because mm. no oils are added, nothing, mm. just okay. natural ingredients. So in the Philippines, we have rice as our staple food, like we pair it with oh, everything. So in, right? in Uganda, yeah, in Uganda, what's the very basic, like in every meal, it's there. Oh, okay. That is quite challenging to answer because remember, in Uganda, every region has its own different staple True. food. Yeah. So in the central, the staple food is matoke, which matoke is, is banana. What? In the east, ginger. The staple food is sweet potatoes. I think you have them. Yeah. In the east, Itaso land, the staple food is cassava. So they eat anything, cassava steamed, cassava flour, and all that. That is their staple food. So these vary a bit. Cassava is matoke, no? Region. No, cassava. Cassava is cassava. So what's, so what's matoke? <laughs> Matoke is ah, banana. Matoke is the banana. Like, what? <laughs> no, the white oh, yeah. thing. Not the white thing. What's the white thing? Posho. Cassava is posho. Uh, posho? No. Posho What's is made po- from maize flour. They grind maize huh? to get the flour. That now is I ugali posho. <laughs> that is ugali posho. Hmm. So cassava flour is also different. It can be mixed with millet and all that. Yeah, so when you talk of staple food, different regions. If a Filipino came to Uganda, I would have them test a... Uh, the staple food of the central region, if we move to east, they'll test the staple food of the eastern region, like depending on wherever we go, they'll test the food accordingly. And in the west, it's still banana in Barara, west Barara, that side. You know what's my favorite uh, Ugandan dish? Yeah. Anything with Jinat sauce. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. So you had to, to eat beef pasted with Jinat, yeah, fish yes. pasted with Jinat. Yeah. Oh, that was nice. It's always good. That is so good with banana. It's Very so rich. good yeah, with yeah, yeah, cassava yeah. flour. Sure. Yes. Also, right. like, there's one pork joint in... I forgot <laughs> the districts already. You know where where uh, Janet, Janet uh, Museveni comes from? Chiruhura. No, no, no. No, no, no. The, the hometown of Janet Museveni. Hometown. Let me ask. Jocelyn. Uh, yeah, in Tungamo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, There's in one pork joint in, in Tungamo. Like oh every time God. we go. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, how did you see that? <laughs> eh, <whoa. laughs> but how did is you it wrong? Tungamo? It is it is far in the west. Remember, I was assigned in Barara for some time. Also. Oh, yes, I remember. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, so like, every time we go to that part, to Kisoro, to Kibale, so we mm. pass by Ntungamo. So we eat <laughs> always, every time. Very, pork. very good pork. Wow. Yeah. So I- in, in Uganda, they have these uh, pork joints. So they're like special restaurants, maybe like a bar yeah. also, like a pub that they mm. serve only pork. Then they pair it normally with uh, matoke. It's the banana yeah, thing that they boil. Yes. One of my favorites. Yeah. Eat there every time. And it's very <laughs> cheap also. By the way, Uganda, in East Africa, Uganda has the cheapest food, mm, if I true. may say. 
Mm. If you choose to to eat local food, I feel yeah. like local food is cheaper than junk food in Uganda. In Uganda, you you also have like a lot of uh, fast food, American fast food, no. Not a lot. Like you have KFC, you have Pizza Hut. Um, then you have this Javas. Um, so that and those are only in the city. They have yeah. only started stretching out little by little. Mm. So our favorite maybe is not Java House, Cafe Java House. They have very Cafe good Java breakfast. Oh. Yeah, we go there for breakfast, like for 25k. Yes. Then you have this like you have a juice, you have a coffee, you have fruits. Then you have some pancakes, some meat, some potatoes. Irish, I miss that. Let me ask you, how much would such a meal go for in the Philippines or in Japan? Like in the Philippines, um, maybe like. Four, five, five, six dollars. Ah, so almost the same. Yeah, almost the same. But in here in Japan, it would be very, very expensive. Yeah, that big meal is like maybe fifteen uh, to twenty dollars here in Japan. So, ah, yeah. oh, that's too much. Japan in general is a very expensive country to live in. The cost of living here is very high. Like I told you a while ago, like our train train fare is very expensive. That mm. fare you told me fourteen dollars. That is my transport to and from work for two weeks. Yeah. And if also, I'm tactical, it can do three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I speaking of uh, transportation, uh, hey. can you describe the transportation system in Uganda for our listeners? We have the boda boda. Okay. You have the taxis. Yes. So if you came to Uganda and probably do not own a car or you don't have a private chauffeur, you'll definitely have to use public transport. If you if you opt for private chauffeurs, that would be quite expensive. I would only recommend that if you are VIP, VVIP. But even if you are VIP, you would want to live a different kind of life when you're in a strange country. So that is quite expensive. Maybe use it. Uber is safe. Yeah, because as a foreigner, you do not know where you're going, probably the directions and all that. So Uber is safe and cheap other than you negotiating on your own. There is this thing, I don't think it only happens in Uganda, but every time you're new to a country, they tend to hike and the fare for you. So, they call it Mazungu price. <laughs> Mazungu is uh, their term for like foreigners, white people or what? Yes, it's a term for white people, but as now they as long as you don't have this skin, <laughs> they'll call you Muzungu. Like even Mike, Mike yeah, was yeah, being yeah, called yeah. Muzungu. So True. what I if what I, I bought for two thousand, Mike will pay like four thousand or three thousand. Yeah. So I would recommend using Uber, those are the online uh, cabs, Uber, Taxify, uh that is but if you can't and you want the like this general public means you would use taxis or buses. Uh, those ones, it will need you to know where you're going, unlike the Uber. And also where to get to, off, yeah. And you, you don't know where you're going. No one is going to step like, maybe we'll stop here so that so-and-so can get off. You personally have to know where you're going so that when you reach that stage, you're like, maybe in front there, I'll be jumping off because you know where you're going. Or if you don't know, you could talk to your neighbor, please, I'm going to this place and I don't know it, I'll, I would... I would need your help. You direct me where to jump off from. So that's a bus. And our our buses, the, the prices are... I used uh, 
bus in Uganda when I'm going to up country. Oh yeah. Yeah, because before I if I don't know the place, for example, no, I use Google Maps, so I've been tracking my <laughs> my location every time. <laughs> and I I know you maybe buses out of Kampala. It would cost you like thirty dollars to a very distant place. Yeah. Imagine I traveled from from Uganda to Rwanda by bus, and I paid only forty five thousand. That is less yeah. than. It is like. Fourteen dollars or fifteen dollars. Yeah, I even used also bus from uh, Kampala to Chigali in Rwanda. I used bus, modern. Yeah. When did you go to Rwanda? I went there uh, Christmas vacation, twenty seventeen. Also, we went to Kenya that year. I saw you in Kenya. I saw you. But I I was with Ray that uh that time in Kenya we went to uh, Nairobi and Mombasa, and in uh, Rwanda I was alone. <laughs> Mike, you deserve to be in the army. <laughs> <laughs> You're so, so brave. No, because like I only have this chance to go around because you know we've been working and we're in up country. And there's no yeah. chance to go for trips like this. That's why when we went for holiday, for Christmas holiday, I took okay. the trip, just like that. Wow, that was nice. But also, it it uh it entails a lot of planning. I've been planning, researching, mm. and okay. it's like as a foreigner, also like consider yourself as like for me, I consider myself as a target also, like for scams or for robbers maybe. So yes. I I become extra vigilant whenever I travel anywhere, not only in Africa but anywhere where I go. Okay. I okay. Um. You. Okay. About the motorcycles, we call them border border. So these ones are good for shorter distances, and if you want to be the traffic jam, because sometimes the traffic in Kampala, Kampala is the capital city of Uganda. The traffic in Kampala can be crazy. If you're going somewhere and you're on time or you do not know still, you can use border borders. There is what we call safe border, which you can order online. If you're not not that, and I feel that is safer for foreigners because first of all, it gives you location, you can track your movement and the prices are fixed. But if you're going to negotiate these other borders that are not listed as safe border is, they will hike the price for you by the mere fact that you are a foreigner. And yeah. also, okay, you can use your Google Maps, but it's, it's quite expensive for foreigners. So I would recommend Safe Border, maybe. Yeah, Safe Border. Which is I, also cheap, relatively yeah. cheaper. Yeah, if I, I'm going out alone, I use a Safe Border. But when I go out with uh, my other Filipino friends, we use Uber. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. So do you have Uber in Japan and Philippines? We have Uber here, but it's, it's not as prominent. Because, you know, we have a very good um, transportation system here in Japan. So you can just take the bus and we do like uh, online, uh, not online, uh, contactless uh, payments. So for me, I have my payment card here in my phone. So you just stop it like that with my phone. So I can recharge money. So I can use this in train, I can use this in buying from the supermarket, use this in bus, uh-huh. everything. Pay for parking wow. for my bicycle. Oh, that's mm-hmm. even for bicycle, you pay parking. Yeah, because there are yeah. 
like um one dollar if more than one hour yeah that is expensive i think mm. even smiling is paid for that same <laughs> no because <laughs> though japan is pretty safe like there are no rubbers sometimes we go to supermarket and we come from another supermarket we just leave our shopping bags outside or near our bicycle it's okay no one will take it yeah Try that in kampala <laughs> <laughs> they will take it yeah sure. for sure yeah so sometimes people here don't lock their bikes or they even put their bags outside they just go to like maybe a convenience store buy something come back and nothing will happen to their things what yeah i think I'm also so impressed. also because i told you like the economy here is like better it's uh, technically it's a first world country also so yeah. that's why like everyone maybe has maybe a decent job also like the dignity of uh, labor here is very high like i don't generalize but like people from the philippines maybe they belittle some jobs like for example if you're just cleaning houses or just um just sweeping the streets they don't respect you as much but here in japan like everyone is respected no matter what you do wow that's nice Mm, and they they get uh good uh payments uh good uh salaries wow that's so good yeah that's why like i i wish every country has this uh dignity of labor thingy because imagine we do that sometimes we we can't deny it like don't be hypocrite you do that sometimes also mm. no like oh he is just cleaning on like sometimes to disrespect other people like yeah. doing more mundane jobs than you but it happens mm. but yeah i'm tempted to believe japanese are more more humble people i don't know how yeah. true that is from the few i've seen yeah like uh our japanese colleagues are uh, very humble very mm. kind and they have very good nice. work ethics also oh that's nice mm. they should bring more to uganda to teach us you know <laughs> <laughs> i think everyone has the has the ability to like adapt to this kind of living but also yeah we have different kinds of people also like living conditions or what mm. so that's a factor also like i think here people are generally happy because of course we have homeless also homeless people of course there are uh, poor people mm. also but like general population is maybe we can say contented that i'm not that's not the right term but somewhat contented with their life also that's why they don't do a lot of crimes like robbery or what okay so we go back to your traveling lifestyle yes so if you're given the chance to travel anywhere in the world like all expense paid you, you don't have any problems with money where do you want to go ha huh. Outside Africa? Yeah, anywhere. Hey, whoa. I'm even now imagining myself flying. Okay. Um, I would... Um, if it's outside Africa, if it's in Africa, I would... Let me start with outside Africa. If it's right. outside Africa, I've always wanted to go to Thailand or Vietnam. I don't know why. <laughs> Not Philippines. Why? Just kidding. <laughs> Philippines, <laughs> Philippines is like number three. Because of the, I but I wouldn't want to be in the city. Where if I go to Philippines, I'd want to go in the province yeah, where yeah. there are farms and all that. That yeah. is like, that is number three. Let me tell you why Thailand or Vietnam. Um, 
I don't know why, growing up, I only met one, uh, one lady from Thailand and she was always so kind, so humble, so helping. So I don't know. I, I grew up thinking like, okay, Thailand like is a good place, like full of beautiful people, loving, like, you know, uh, calm and quiet, no chaos. That's the picture. That is all in my head. I've never even researched about it. I don't know. I don't want to research to spoil what I have in my head. Yeah, it's true. It's but, true. Yeah. So Vietnam, still in the province. I'm so much of a village girl. I'm not one mm. who enjoys town more. So I love mm. the province. So one thing about uh, uh, I've, I've loved about the Filipinos. So I always thought farming was only in Africa. <laughs> until I saw, uh, I started watching Filipino soaps and movies. So I'm like, oh, ah, these yes. people also have farms. Uh, speaking of wow. Filipino soaps, uh, in Uganda, they show some Filipino soap operas like uh, Mulasa Puso. Pangako uh, Sayo. Pangako Sayo, yes. Uh, that... uh, Mara Clara. Okay. Um, the, there is this one, I've forgotten the name. The name is Safia. <laughs> I think Ma- Marimar also is shown. Yo, Marimar, yes, too. Yeah. Yes, because, too. you know, that um, I discovered that when I was shopping in uh, ShopRite. Then the lady from the counter said, Are you a Filipino? Do you know this person? Do you know this person? <laughs> that's, uh, that's when I discovered, oh, Filipino soap, oper- soap operas in Uganda are very uh, popular. Ah. We watched them so much. When I was in high school, we used to watch Filipino soaps more than even those South American soaps. Like, you know, they were so, yes, that story is so relatable. And when I saw the farms, I'm like, okay, these guys are also farmers like us. So I, mm. I feel like I get a point where I relate. Yeah. Mm. So I do not know. I think all of the three are in Asia. I don't know. Is Vietnam in Asia? Yeah. Even Thailand? Yes. Even the Philippines. Yeah, Southeast Asia. So we're part of like a group also in Asia. So if I was to go to any of those, but I, I wouldn't want, maybe spend like two days in the city and the rest of the time in the province. All right. Yes. Mm. How about in Africa? In Africa. Uh, by the way, uh, Mike, I, I, I'm going to travel the whole of Africa. Every yeah, country. Yes, but... yes, yes, for sure. Uh, the country I would want to go to to Africa, I'm going to tell you the reason why. It is, I think it is, is it Zambia or Zimbabwe? Where, where is River Zambez? I think it is Zambia. Maybe it's Zambia. It must be Zambia. Uh, I grew up, it's not so much of a country that was talked about, Zambia, but because of River Zambez. Apart from the rivers, I knew that were in Uganda. So I knew another river in Africa was Zambez. So I always told my sister, if I was I wanted to hide, maybe sit quietly, we, we say at home, I'm going to river Zambez, to the showers, to just sit. Growing up, that's what we used to say. So definitely, I would want to go there and see that river. So I do not know much about Zambia, but because we used to, that is the other river I knew in Africa, apart from River Nile growing up. So I yeah. always told people, if I wanted time alone, I tell them I'm going to River Zambez. <laughs> so that's it. <laughs> mm. So in my mind, I would sit down quietly and I would be at River Zambez. So I would want to go to Zambia and then another country is um, Egypt and then 
go oh. to Madagascar. Yeah, Madagascar is nice. I've seen the yeah. cartoons. I don't know if it's like a mirror. Penguins from Madagascar. Yeah. I don't know if it's like <laughs> geographically true, but yeah. It's all an island. Mm. Also, like yeah, when I was still working in Burkina Faso, like some people uh, told me, are you from Madagascar? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. yes. And uh, like people in Madagascar looks like Filipinos. Surely. Yes, brown, brown skin. So they and, don't have... Yeah, I think... Wow. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. That's why, know. like, there's one guy in our mindset before when I was in Burkina Faso in West Africa. He used to tease me about being from Madagascar. <laughs> that's why, that's uh, how I learned, yeah. I didn't did. know about that. I will definitely want to go because it is the country... I was researching. It's uh, Africa's country that has the largest coastline then followed by Somalia and Kenya. So I would really want to go to Madagascar. I want to see what life at an island is like. So I forgot. Uh, this is a drinking session, online drinking session. What are you drinking <laughs> in your side? <laughs> oh, I am drinking. This is uh, with fermented pineapple juice. Mm. So it's homemade? Yeah. yeah, homemade. Is that the one from Luero? Or is that the one from North? Ah, uh, from Western. Uh, I don't know. When you're in Uganda, did you test Munanas? No. What's that? Pineapple. They squeeze pineapple and boil it with ginger and then uh, sugar. No, I haven't tried that. But So, if, you, if it's not fermented, it's just juice. No, it's alcoholic. It, 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 uh, now, it's just fermented for like two days, so not oh. too much alcohol. I'm just loving the scent. <laughs> mm, yes, with yeah. the ginger. But a fun fact yes. also for everyone that I've tried the best pineapple in the world from Uganda. Ah, I told you, I told you, Uganda is the pile of Africa. <laughs> like we have what of good, the banana? Yeah, we have good, wait, we, we have good uh, pineapples here uh, in the Philippines, but the best, the juiciest, the sweetest from uh uganda hands down wow. Swear to God. thank yeah. you that's my thank favorite you. also very cheap yeah you could get five pineapples and recently there was a season at two thousand uganda shillings okay let me talk in terms of terms of dollar probably at a dollar if it's a season you can get like six pineapples or five pineapples if it's not a season out of a dollar you can get two or one yeah very cheap we used to buy in in Ibarara, There's uh, a guy in bicycle, so he's walking with his bicycle, and the mm. pineapples at the back. So when I I walk my dog Oreo, so we used to buy from him every time. Very cheap, oh, yes. and he will he will yeah in the western, and he will open it for us, then slice it. So it's ready to eat. Wow, like very in western Canada, we grow a lot of them. Yeah, yes, a lot of but. Them. It's not as good as like pineapples from Luero. I think I, I find pineapples from Luero better than the one from Western. Yes, they, those are also growers. Luero, why they are better? Luero, a part of Luero is not so wet like in the West. So you oh. find that the pineapples in Luero are so concentrated more than mm-hmm. the Western one. Yeah, in, what of in, the yellow bananas? We have good bananas. No. Philippines has better bananas than <laughs> than Uganda. The bogoya, bogoya. The sweet What's banana. Yes, we have good sweet bananas. Banana. We have good bananas. Sure. 
Yeah. Just for the challenge, I would want to come and test them. And no, we have, <laughs> we have a lot. Like, like bananas, we cook like, them in um, sugar. Yeah, then oh. we put them on a stick. So it's called banana cue because it's on a stick. So you fry them and put some sugar, brown sugar. Then you just mix it until the banana is coated with uh, brown sugar. Isn't that the plantain? Not plantain. Um, huh. It's called, um, in Filipino, it's called uh, saging, which is banana. Na sabah. So huh. it's sabah. Saba. I, I can find the word for uh, English, English term, but yeah, we have that. Also, we used, uh, like, in, we put um, that type, specific type of banana in, like, sugar syrup. So it's very sweet. Then we put some ice, okay. like crushed ice. Then put some wow. milk. Then you eat that. Hey. It's called it's uh, many things. saging conielo. It means um, banana on ice. Yeah. And I have also seen that you... You in the Philippines, you you grow pot, sweet potatoes. Yes, 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 yes. Um, and we do that also almost the same. Potatoes? We yeah, almost them. the same. So we fry would... them and put sugar. One time I cooked that in, oh. I think in Imbale or in Imbrara. I used to cook that and let the guys try it. Wow, with sugar, eh, it's already sweet, and then you add sugar, Mike. Yeah. I would want to try all those things. It's it's a popular street food. Uh, in Uganda, in the Philippines, and uh, it's normally eaten during like afternoon for snacks. So it's not a meal actually; it's for snacks. Uh, talking of street food, I heard in that in the Filipino, you there is this street food you do of the eggs which have half hatched oh, uh, balut buds. But that one, balut. You heard that from Dean <laughs> because I used to tell him about this. <laughs> From Dean or yes. from Medi? I had it from from Dean Than, from Medi, mm. and from Ivan Kakembo. Yeah. yeah, I used to tell yeah. them about those kind of foods. I think I, I told in my head, I'm like, Dean first. Yeah. In my head, I'm like, ah, how? Isn't that bad inside? Like, you know? Yeah. You eat it or it's not yet formed? Yes, you still eat. Very high in protein, when, I think. Oh. Yeah, and... I don't eat the that bird part, but I only eat. I love the soup because they said it's the urine, like the pee of the bird. I don't know, but the soup is. <laughs> but I love the soup and the other parts except the bird thing. The pee. Very popular. They normally, uh, they normally sell it like in the neighborhoods with. Um, with the seller uh, shouting, like yelling, balut, like very, so that people will hear it, then they come so out and buy. They only sell it during the night. I, I, I'm, I'm so, I, wow, I have this feeling I would be so comfortable. I would not suffer with food in the Philippines like I suffered in Kenya. Kenyans eat meat and rice and ugali. And just knowing that Filipino has, uh, the Philippine has, uh, sweet potato, it has banana. It's like those are my foods. But in <laughs> Kenya, I didn't see banana. I didn't see mm. potatoes. Yeah. But normally we eat bananas food. as uh, like dessert. So after eating like the main dish, like after eating dinner, you, you eat the banana. It's wow. like a dessert. 
So we don't eat that as like paired with meat, for example. Unlike oh. your matoke. Oh so my God. basically, it's oh, just food. rice, rice, rice for breakfast, for lunch, and for dinner. Oh, I'm not a fan of rice. I think I would boil my sweet potatoes and eat. But we have good rice, also very aromatic, very good. And if you have like leftover rice, then you fry it. Very, very good. Wow. Mm. I would I would really love to try out the food in the Philippines. Mm. Next time when I visit. Tell me about it. Or you, when you visit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, in the Philippines, I know Manila. I know... There's another province of Wogoten. I've watched them in soaps only. Mm-hmm. So I'd want to spend like two days in Manila and other days in the province. We have very nice beaches in the Philippines, actually. I'm told you have a lot of islands. Yeah, we have 7,107 islands. Come again? Around 7,107 islands. All in the Philippines? Yeah. We're on our archipelago, like Indonesia. What? Mm. Unlike Uganda, it's just one... One big thing, <laughs> one block of thing without uh, the mm. sea or anything because it's your landlock, no? Oh my god, now I really want to visit the Philippines. I want, yeah, we oh, can you I can like? search, yeah, you can search like Philippine beaches and it will just uh give you nice views, white sand, some white sand, some like normal sand. But we have, I think, the best beaches. So, Imagine Mombasa, it's like that, Diani wow. Beach in Mombasa. Diani Beach is very nice also. Yeah. When I tell my friends we have beaches in Uganda, they told me, no, you have lake showers with sand. Yeah, <laughs> yes. It's true. That's why I didn't even attempt to oh. visit uh, Entebbe for Lake Victoria because of that. Also, I think one time, is it oh, Medi who's inv- uh, inviting me to go somewhere in Entebbe to the beach? But I said, ah, no, we have better beaches in the Philippines. And also, I went to Kenya in Mombasa one time. So that's enough yeah, for me. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm seeing them here online. Mm. Wow. 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 Oh, my God. These are beautiful. Yes. Mactan Island, Cebu. In uh-huh. Cebu, yeah, Cebu yeah, Island. Yeah, yeah. I've heard in movies, Cebu. Yes. Oh, I would maybe love search, to go to uh, the Philippines, for sure. Maybe you can search Palawan or Bohol. Palawan. Bohol Beach or what? Palawan, Philippines, okay. Ooh, wow. This is, I think every place that has a lot of water is so beautiful. Even my hometown, it's near go. the beach. I so like, my hometown. Wow. Yeah, I think we're like four, five kilometers from the nearest uh, beach from my house. Wow. Mm. I think Philippines should be more of a vacation and all that yes, because of the yes. beaches. Also, uh, like cost of living is like cheaper. That's why a lot of Westerners go to Philippines to go for vacation, find a wife okay. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, I mm. thought they only come to find them in Uganda. They also go no, to the no. Philippines. Yes, yes, yes. Tell me okay. about your beer. Okay, so I'm drinking, um, it's called Sapporo. 
Sapporo. Sapporo is a place here in Japan where it's originated. Also, this one is a drink okay. uh, popularized by one of the Filipino uh, movies. It's called Kita Kita. So it was shown in 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 the movie. That's why it became popular in the Philippines. I think. Okay, Sapporo. It's Sapporo. a beer. It's a beer. Yes. Did you stock enough for the lockdown no, and for the drink up? No. Eat drink up. No, during during our podcast shoots, I normally drink like two cans of beer or maybe, yeah. So I kind of drink a lot because, of course, we need to talk. <laughs> so now I just uh, prepared one. But we have like okay. a shop nearby. It's 7-Eleven. It's called 7-Eleven. So it's mm. a popular convenience store here in Asia. I think even in the U.S. they have. Mm. And it's open 24 hours. Oh, and just nice. get my bike, go there, and buy some drinks. If all right, and then another thing, you guys gave our daughter a blast. You called her Miss Uganda. Ah, yes, the one that I shared. <laughs> yes, and actually, I've been in touch with her, but I think she's currently in Rwanda. Rwanda for what? Working? I don't know. I last saw her in Rwanda and she, she just told me I'm not in Uganda. But then uh, I've seen one of her latest videos when she was in Rwanda. Wow, can you link, that was so can, nice. All right, I, I am trying to get in touch with her, get her contacts and all that and get to meet her and we just a bit. Yes, she's very popular. Like, have you seen the views? Millions. Yeah, yes. Yes. And... Mm-hmm. Someone came to in my live stream the other day. He's from the Philippines. Mm. So he was watching her. I think one of my videos was suggested and then he mm. checked me out. So he's like, oh my God, are you from the country of Miss Uganda? Do you know Miss Uganda? <laughs> you should meet her, do videos with her. Like people love her so much, yes. you know? Also like... And that uh, show is... Watch. I, I love that show. I watch that every day. And uh, they help a lot of people, even foreigners. Yeah. Like, right mm. now, what happened to uh, Miss Uganda, Evelyn? <laughs> like, yeah. the way they treated her. Uh, they gave her a lot of gifts. Also, some pocket money to start yes. like, her life in Uganda. That was so I think, nice. That was so sweet of, of them. Yeah. yeah, she was even invited to become, like, a staff of, like, the wife of the host. Because uh, she's like a, she's like an MP in the Philippines. Oh, the wife is like an MP. Yes. That is nice. So very soon she's going back to the Philippines. I think so, or I don't know because now there's wow. lockdown and everything. But uh, she was invited to go back to work mm. for her. That's nice. So nice. Mm-hmm. I felt so happy. You know, at some point I was just shedding tears. Like I was so happy. You know, mm-hmm. at some point someone is so stuck in a foreign country. Yeah, like and all of a sudden, like everything mm-hmm. is working out for you. Like the people are being so friendly. So you know, you could use one person to judge the entire country. You you say mm-hmm. like, oh, Filipinos are like this and that this. But I am so glad. Like okay, one person should not fall you to the image of the many. So I really. I was so happy, you know. Yeah. It was so nice. My best episode when she met the movie star. Ah, Derek. Derek Ramsey. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Also, like, the good thing about uh, Evelyn, Miss Uganda, is that she's very, 
like true. She's very genuine. Maybe that's why people mm. love her. Mm. Because uh, and, lately, genuine people are rare. People are faking yeah. a lot of things around themselves. Yeah. She, uh, she went there uh, to get help to go back to Uganda. Now, she got more than that. More than help. I was so happy, you know. Mm. That was so sweet. Also, like yeah. like people in in the Philippines are uh, generally uh, welcoming, also very hospitable. So I didn't doubt okay. that they won't help her or anything. But that's that uh, so Filipino cool. hospitality. Oh my god! Like all her sorrow was washed away, and like mm. oh, brand new day came, new joy, new packages, like new life. Mm. I enjoyed her. I always get worried when I'm in a different country when I travel. So I'm like, I, I, I hate getting stuck. That's why when I'm going to travel, I really want to I have everything budgeted, planned. Like, I feel so uncomfortable getting stuck in a strange land. So I would only imagine what she was maybe going through. You desire to go home and you can't. You can't raise the money and everything like that. I really felt so touched when she was helped. I'm like, oh my God, this is so nice. Thanks to that guy. He's called Tuflo? Tuflo? Uh, Rafi Tuflo. Rafi Tuflo, yeah. yeah. He did a great job, you know. Okay, Irina, uh, before we end the session, maybe invite our listeners to your socials. I mean, to watch your videos. Where can they find you? Oh. Where can they follow you, subscribe or what? Oh, thank you so much for an opportunity. You know, to every influencer, if you're given a platform to share your handles, that's the best thing. So um, on YouTube, very active on YouTube, I go by Erina TL. Erina TL. Erina is like E-R-I-N-A-H and TL. Erina TL. On YouTube, I do travel content. I'll be taking you around places in Africa. Uh, on Facebook, I go by Tusuwida Erina Luiga, but I have a page. I'm yet working on it and pimping it up, but uh, it's uh, Erina TL still. Then Instagram, Erina TL. All right. Thank you very much, Erina, for your time and patience. <laughs> because thank we you. planned this like very short, 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 short notice. Yeah. So thank you very much, uh, Erina TL. Uh, guys, uh, follow uh, her social media accounts and thank you very much for the time. I, I really you. miss I you guys over there. Yeah. Can you say thank hi you to our friends here? Can you say hi for, to our friends there? All right. Okay. And it's been a while, you know, but since <laughs> feels like one you've year. been physical on the other side of the table and we've yeah. been talking, you know? That's, that's, that's the like aim of this in human sense like you're in one place mm, that's the feels yeah. that's the feels that we want to achieve actually oh that's so nice okay thank you okay once again thank you very much Irina Tia for gracing our special episode for today and that's it follow our social medias Instagram at inuman.na uh, Twitter we have at E. Newman underscore na, and you can send us message through 
inumanseshpod at gmail.com. That's E-N-U-M-A-N-S-E-S-H-P-O-D at gmail.com. Thank you very much for listening. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening.